Welcome to this Bournemouth University podcast. You are listening to a discussion with BU's Vice-Chancellor, Professor John Vinney, talking about the adjustments made to working and studying remotely during the COVID-19 coronavirus pandemic. This conversation was recorded remotely. Hey John, thanks for uh, joining me again. How is uh, how's this uh, new set of national restrictions treating you? Well, thank you. It's good to have a chance to talk to you again today. And um, yes, I mean it's uh, it's ongoing, isn't it? So we'd all like to see an end to the to the restrictions and to get back to normal. But um, it is a case of taking each day at a time and each week at a time and just finding ways ways through it. Um, so yeah, so yeah, one day at a time at the moment. Indeed, yeah, and. Um... I think that it's been interesting catching up with the news and seeing the the way that things are progressing, the way that vaccine rollout's progressing, and actually the higher education sector as a whole has had quite a, a large uh, part to play, uh, both in terms of vaccine development, but also in terms of moving quite quickly and supporting students as well. You must be uh, proud of of what you've seen as as uh, we've seen that news. Yes, absolutely. I'm mean, I'm very proud of how how our BU community has responded to the challenges. And how well we've supported our colleagues and students, and uh, and risen to the national challenge as well in many different ways. Uh, but yeah, the sector has had a, a tough time, but has really stepped up to the mark and has uh, contributed in massive ways towards you know both the creation of the vaccine, uh, but also to you know more broadly supporting communities, uh, people individually, universities as a whole. Uh, really thinking about working with their regions and businesses and helping them through this difficult period. Um, so that's been so impressive to see and people have responded incredibly well. And uh, I think it's just a case of keep doing that as as we progress through this lockdown and and see where the opportunities are to help and support people further. And of course, you're involved in a lot of those sector discussions representing Bournemouth University. So what what's going on in the sector at the moment? What are the, the big challenges that are, are being discussed and looked at? Yeah, I think, I mean, it's a very challenging time for the sector generally because of the pandemic, but also because of the the challenges that the government, the DfE and the OFS keep throwing at us in terms of uh, regulatory reforms and uh, changes to policy. Um, so, yeah, all of these challenges come together differently for different universities. We all have our unique combination of uh, local challenges and then responding to some of these uh, national challenges as well as the pandemic. Um, but, yeah, I think we've been doing very well um, generally. We've responded well to the challenges and we've been uh, really engaging in a lot of those national debates and and the consultations that are coming the sector's way. Um, I think the sector has really stepped up and uh, and particularly Universities UK are doing a very good job in representing the sector and coordinating individual universities' responses and challenges and feeding those back through. So, So I think it's been a real test of the sector and a test of BU and I think the response has been great. So I'm very proud of the work that everyone's doing. Even in the last uh, few minutes, you've you've managed to talk about all those difficulties that we've faced as a, a as a community as we've worked through this pandemic. But actually, there's also been some opportunities that have been created through it as we've looked at new ways of working and new ways of studying. And as we do look to the future, perhaps post uh, post pandemic, uh, how, how are we going to ensure as a university that we uh, keep the best bits of uh, of the things that we've learned through this season? Yes, I think it's just through. Um... Uh, through dialogue, um, through really reflecting on what we're doing that has worked very well. Um, So there's been a huge amount of creativity shown by um, all across the BU community and across the sector around doing things differently. Uh, And I would say 
people have been really creative, particularly around collaboration and working in teams, uh, finding new ways to do their work, to work with students and support students. So there's some real innovation in uh, just keeping in contact and connecting and supporting people. So that, I think, is something we can really hold on to uh, and build into our working practices going forward. So some brilliant examples, and uh, it's really nice to see the impact that that creativity has had, um, particularly on students, but also on staff colleagues. So trying to build that into our thinking going forwards and reflecting on it in our meetings across the university, I think would be key. Of course, you and I have started podcasting since the pandemic began. So there's one uh, one development that we've made that hopefully we can continue out the other side. Absolutely. A new skill for me there, look. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, with so much still unknown at the moment, um, you know, we don't know um, what, when the government might, you know, uh, uh, release some of the national restrictions. We don't know what next term is going to look like. We don't know what the next academic year is going to look like necessarily. How do you plan uh, through such uh, uh, unknown circumstances? Mm, I think I'm planning Planning in uncertainty is a key challenge at the moment, and it has been for the last 12 months. I mean, usually in a normal university academic cycle, there is still a lot of uncertainty. You never quite know how many students you're going to recruit. Um, so we are used to dealing with uncertainty in terms of our planning, in terms of our resourcing. Um, but I think at the moment in particular, that level has risen considerably. So it's all about being flexible uh, and really thinking about um, the options for delivery, for example, from September, uh, thinking about how we can uh, do do the best that we can for our students and uh, for our colleagues. Uh, so it is about being flexible and being adaptable, but also being pragmatic. We do need to start, as we normally do this time of year, start planning for the next academic year. So we do have to make assumptions um, and then just be adaptable as the situation changes um, and really just keep that under review all the way through to the start of the academic year and build in, you know, some of those um, examples of innovation and creativity we were just talking about. So really thinking about blended learning um, and uh, making that as good as it can be and embedding that as part of our thinking going forwards. Uh, But really just being flexible, I would say, is the key. And one of the features of this last season has been the role of the major incident group. Obviously, uh, many will be used to getting an email from Jim each week that explains uh, the the latest thinking that that the university is is doing in terms of keeping people safe and responding to government uh, changes. I wonder uh, how you you see the role of that major incident group changing as we do move forward and and, um, yeah, uh, and uh, what what the future holds there as well. Mm. No, thank you. Very good question. So, I mean, it's um, firstly, I would like to say, I think the major incident group, uh, which is made up of colleagues, um, is working incredibly well. Um, and it's a protocol, a procedure that we put in place uh, for just this sort of eventuality where we have an incident that needs to be managed in a, in a way that's different from business as usual. So, I mean, it is there to uh, respond to incidents and help us to find a way through those to recover from them. Um, so it's working incredibly well. So I just want to say thank you to everybody who's involved in the major incident group. And uh, yeah, Jim has been uh, leading that and will continue to do so for as long as it's needed. And it will be needed uh, right the way through to the point where we're outside of this incident. Um, so, you know, we have been very conscious of trying to, to close it down and to move back to business as usual as soon as possible. But while these lockdowns continue, and we're in the situation of dealing with an incident, it is needed, but has been working incredibly well. So thank you to everybody who's been involved in it. Wonderful. And of course, um, 
the government's due to publish in a few weeks its roadmap for uh, moving to the next phase of, of, of restrictions and hopefully a potential release of some of these restrictions that might see uh, a return to campus for, for some uh, more meaningfully. I, even when we can return to campus, what are you looking forward to most? Uh, meeting people. <laughs> I think one of the um, one of the, the features of, uh, of lockdown and working from home um, uh, is that you don't get to meet as many people. And for me, that's the, the key part of my job that I enjoy. And uh, it's a key part of uh, building that positive community at BU. Um, so yeah, getting back onto campus, meeting people, engaging in dialogue about delivery of BU 2025, hearing people's concerns and uh, ideas, and uh, really moving that whole discussion forward. So I can't wait to get back on campus and meet people face to face. Me neither, John. I'll look forward to it. And my my final question is, um, as we're continuing to work through and and operate in these very difficult, different circumstances, um, you know, returning to to where we started in the podcast today, um, how how are you uh, looking after yourself? How do you, you know, make make sure you're you're making time for your own well-being, you know, when you've got a very busy job and and lots going on and a a busy um, family life, etc.? And do you have any advice for kind of colleagues, students listening about how, how they might be able to do similar? Yes, thank you. I mean, it's a very good question. I think, um, I mean, it comes back to the the discussion earlier. I mean, everyone is different. So the circumstances we all find ourselves in um, are quite different. And uh, yeah, for me, I have a, a family and um, a mother in a care home and uh, three daughters who are in different sort of stages of their lives um, and, a, and a sister and a wider family as well, all of whom need support. So for me, um, it's very important for me that I keep in touch with them all on a regular basis and, and look out for them and look after them, uh, particularly those who are living on their own. Um, so for me, it is about prioritising family and friends, you know, personally keeping fit and walking and having exercise uh, whenever I can, uh, but really just uh, staying in touch with people and connecting and to make sure everyone is uh, is coping with the, the lockdown and uh, and is in a good place generally. Wonderful. Thanks so much, John. And for anybody who is listening who, who does have concerns or or is at all in need of any support, then please do head to uh, the wellbeing pages of the BU website or the staff internet. Lots of resources there available. Well, thanks so much, John. Uh, it's a real pleasure talking to you again today and we'll speak to you again soon. Thank you for listening and please do keep exploring other BU podcasts wherever you get yours from. For more information about BU's response to the COVID-19 pandemic or for anything else about Bournemouth University, please visit our website at www.bournemouth.ac.uk. Bournemouth.